0: This is day 66 of our daily Bible reading. We will be completing 2 Kings 13 through 17. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the provisions that you give us. Thank you for the blessings that we have in our lives, big and small, those that we take for granted and those ones that we praise you for, that we would never forget how glorious you are, how loving and Compassionate you are in our lives despite our foolishness, despite our falling away, our proneness to sin, that you continue to provide for us and, and are a good Father. Thank you for taking such good care of us and please soften our hearts to you today that we may be obedient to you and not lack integrity. Please bless the reading of your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. In the twenty-third year of Joash, the son of Ahaziah, king of Judah, Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, became king over Israel at Samaria, and he reigned seventeen years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, and followed the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel sin. He did not turn from them. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, And he gave them continually into the hand of Hazael, king of Aram, and into the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hazael. Then Jehoahaz entreated the favor of the Lord, and the Lord listened to him, for he saw the oppression of Israel, how the king of Aram oppressed them. The Lord gave Israel a deliverer, so that they escaped from under the hand of the Arameans, and the sons of Israel lived in their tents as formerly. Nevertheless, they did not turn away from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, with which he made Israel sin, but walked in them, and the Asherah also remained standing in Samaria. For he left to Jehoahaz of the army not more than fifty horsemen and ten chariots and ten thousand footmen, for the king of Aram had destroyed them and made them like the dust at threshing. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoahaz, and all that he did and his might, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jehoahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria, and Joash, his son, became king in his place. In the thirty-seventh year of Joash, king of Judah, Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, became king over Israel and Samaria and reigned sixteen years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not turn away from all the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nabat, with which he made Israel sin, but he walked in them. Now the rest of the acts of Joash and all that he did and his might, with which he fought against Amaziah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Joash slept with his fathers, And Jeroboam sat on his throne, and Joash was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. When Elisha became sick with the illness of which he was to die, Joash the king of Israel came down to him and wept over him, and said, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. Elisha said to him, Take a bow and arrows. So he took a bow and arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, Put your hand on the bow. And he put his hand on it. Then Elisha laid his hands on the king's hands. He said, Open the window toward the east. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And he said, The Lord's arrow of victory, even the arrow of victory over Aram, For you will defeat the Aramaeans at Aphek until you have destroyed them. Then he said, Take the arrows. And he took them. And he said to the king of Israel, Strike the ground. And he struck it three times, and stopped. So the man of God was angry with him, and said, You should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Aram, until you would have destroyed it. But now... You shall strike Aram only three times. Elisha died, and they buried him. Now the bands of the Moabites would invade the land in the spring of the year. As they were burying a man, behold, they saw a marauding band, and they cast the man into the grave of Elisha. And when the man touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. Now Hazael king of Aram had oppressed Israel all the days of Jehoahaz, but the Lord was gracious to them and had compassion on them and turned to them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and would not destroy them or cast them from his presence until now. When Hazael king of Aram died, Ben-Hadad, his son, became king in his place. Then Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, took again from the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hazael, the cities which he had taken in war from the hand of Jehoahaz's father. Three times, Jehoash defeated him and recovered the cities of Israel. In the second year of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel, Amaziah, the son of Jehoash, king of Judah, became king. He was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jehoadim of Jerusalem. He did right in the sight of the Lord, yet not like David his father. He did according to all that Joash his father had done. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. Now it came about, as soon as the kingdom was firmly in his hand, that he killed his servants who had slain the king his father. But the sons of the slayers he did not put to death, according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses, as the Lord commanded, saying, The fathers shall not be put to death for the sons, nor the sons be put to death for the fathers, but each shall be put to death for his own sin. He killed of Edom in the Valley of Salt ten thousand, and took Selah by war, and named it Jokthil to this day. Then Amaziah sent messengers to Jehoash, the son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let us face each other. Jehoash, king of Israel, sent to Amaziah, king of Judah, saying, The thorn bush which was in Lebanon sent to the cedar which was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son in marriage. But there passed by a wild beast that was in Lebanon, and trampled the thorn bush. You have indeed defeated Edom, and your heart has become proud. Enjoy your glory, and stay at home. For why should you provoke trouble, so that you, even you, Would fall, and Judah with you. But Amaziah would not listen. So Jehoash, king of Israel, went up, and he and Amaziah, king of Judah, faced each other at Beth Shemesh, which belongs to Judah. Judah was defeated by Israel, and they fled each to his tent. Then Jehoash, king of Israel, captured Amaziah, king of Judah the son of Jehoash, the son of Ahaziah, at Beth Shemesh, and came to Jerusalem and tore down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, four hundred cubits. He took all the gold and silver and all the utensils which were found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the king's house, the hostages also, and returned to Samaria. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoash, which he did, and his might, and how he fought with Amaziah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Jehoash slept with his fathers, and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel, and Jeroboam, his son, became king in his place. Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, lived fifteen years after the death of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. Now the rest of the Acts of Amaziah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? They conspired against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But they sent after him to Lachish and killed him there. Then they brought him on horses, and he was buried at Jerusalem with his fathers in the city of David. All the people of Judah took Azariah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in the place of his father Amaziah. He built Elath, and restored it to Judah after the king slept with his fathers. In the fifteenth year of Amaziah, the son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, became king in Samaria, and reigned Forty-one years, He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. He restored the border of Israel from the entrance of Hamath as far as the Sea of the Arabah, according to the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, which he spoke through his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet, who was of Gath-hepher. For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, which was very bitter, for there was neither bond nor free, nor was there any helper for Israel. The Lord did not say that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, but he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam the son of Joash. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, and all that he did, and his might, how he fought and how he recovered for Israel, Damascus and Hamath, which had belonged to Judah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jeroboam slept with his fathers, even with the kings of Israel, and Zechariah, his son, became king in his place. In the twenty-seventh year of Jeroboam king of Israel, Azariah son of Amaziah king of Judah became king. He was sixteen years old when he became king, And he reigned fifty-two years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jecholiah of Jerusalem. He did right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. The Lord struck the king so that he was a leper to the day of his death. And he lived in a separate house, while Jotham, the king's son, was over the household, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Azariah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Azariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. And Jotham, his son, became king in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah king of Judah, Zechariah the son of Jeroboam became king over Israel in Samaria for six months. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, as his fathers had done. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. Then Shalom the son of Jabesh conspired against him and struck him before the people, and killed him, and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Zechariah, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. This is the word of the Lord which he spoke to Jehu, saying, Your sons to the fourth generation shall sit on the throne of Israel. And so it was. Shalom, son of Jabesh became king in the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah, king of Judah, and he reigned one month in Samaria. Then Menahem, son of Gadi, went up from Tirzah and came to Samaria, and struck Shalom, son of Jebesh, in Samaria, and killed him, and became king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Shalom and his conspiracy which he made, behold... They are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. Then Menahem struck Tifsa and all who were in it, and its border from Tirzah, because they did not open to him. Therefore he struck it and ripped up all its women who were with child. In the thirty-ninth year of Azariah king of Judah, Menahem son of Gadi became king over Israel. And reigned ten years in Samaria. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart all his days from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, which he made Israel sin. Pool, king of Assyria, came against the land, and Menahem gave Pool a thousand talents of silver, so that his hand might be with him to strengthen the kingdom under his rule. Then Menahem exacted the money from Israel, even from all the mighty men of wealth, from each man fifty shekels of silver to pay the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria returned and did not remain there in the land. Now the rest of the acts of Menahem and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Menahem slept with his fathers and Pekahiah, his son, became king in his place. In the fiftieth year of Azariah king of Judah, Pekahiah, son of Menahem, became king over Israel in Samaria, and reigned two years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. Then Pekah, son of Remaliah, his officer, conspired against him and struck him in Samaria, in the castle of the king's house with Argub and Aria. And with them were fifty men of the Gileadites, and he killed them, and became king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Pekahiah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of Azariah king of Judah, Pekah, son of Remaliah, became king over Israel in Samaria, and reigned twenty years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from the sins of Jeroboam son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. In the days of Pekah king of Israel, Tiglath-Pileser king of Assyria came and captured Ejon and Abel Methmeakah and Genoa and Kadesh and Hazor and Gilead and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried them captive to Assyria. And Hoshea the son of Elah made a conspiracy against Pekah the son of Remaliah, and struck him and put him to death, and became king in his place in the twentieth year. Of Jotham the son of Uzziah. Now, the rest of the acts of Pekah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel. In the second year of Pekah the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, Jotham the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, became king. He was twenty five years old when he became king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem and his mother's name was Jerusha, the son of Zadok. He did what was right in the sight of the Lord. He did according to all that his father Uzziah had done. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. He built the upper gate of the house of the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? In those days the Lord began to send Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, against Judah. And Jotham slept with his fathers, and he was buried with his fathers in the city of David his father. And Ahaz, his son, became king in his place. In the seventeenth year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, Ahaz, the son of Jotham, king of Judah, became king. Ahaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. And he did not do what was right in the sight of the Lord his God, as his father David had done. But he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and even made his son pass through the fire according to the abominations of the nations whom the Lord had driven out from before the sons of Israel. He sacrificed and burned incense on the high places and on the hills and under every green tree. Then Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to wage war, and they besieged Ahaz, but they could not overcome him. At that time, Rezin, king of Aram, recovered Elath for Aram and cleared the Judeans out of Elath entirely. And the Aramaeans came to Elath and have lived there to this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to tiglath pileser king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Come up and deliver me from the hand of the king of Aram, and from the hand of the king of Israel, who are rising up against me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in the house of the Lord, and in the treasuries of the king's house, and sent a present to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria listened to him, and the king of Assyria went up against Damascus and captured it, and carried the people of it away into exile to Kir, and put resin to death. Now King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and saw the altar which was at Damascus. And King Ahaz sent to Urijah, the priest, the pattern of the altar and its model, according to all its workmanship. So Urijah the priest, built an altar, according to all that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. Thus Uriah the priest made it, before the coming of King Ahaz from Damascus. When the king came from Damascus, the king saw the altar. Then the king approached the altar and went up to it, and burnt his burnt offering and his meal offering, and poured his drink offering, and sprinkled the blood of its peace offerings on the altar. The bronze altar, which was before the Lord, he brought from the house of the Lord, from between his altar and the house of the Lord, and he put it on the north side of his altar. Then King Ahaz commanded Urijah the priest, saying, Upon the great altar burn the morning burnt offering, and the evening meal offering, and the king's burnt offering, and his meal offering, with the burnt offering of all the people of the land, and their meal offering, and their drink offerings and sprinkle on it all the blood of the burnt offering and all the blood of the sacrifice. But the bronze altar shall be for me to inquire by. So Urijah the priest did according to all that King Ahaz commanded. Then King Ahaz cut off the borders of the stands and removed the laver from them. He also took down the sea from the bronze oxen which were under it, and put it on a pavement of stone. The covered way for the Sabbath, which they had built in the house, and the outer entry of the king, he removed them from the house of the Lord, because of the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz, which he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Ahaz slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in the city of David and his son, Hezekiah, reigned in his place. In the twelfth year of Ahaz, king of Judah, Hoshea, the son of Elah, became king over Israel in Samaria, and reigned nine years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, only not as the kings of Israel who were before him. Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against him, and Hoshea became his servant and paid him tribute. But the king of Assyria found conspiracy in Hoshea, who had sent messengers to So, king of Egypt, and had offered no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. So the king of Assyria shut him up and bound him in prison. Then the king of Assyria invaded the whole land and went up to Samaria and besieged it Three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria captured Samaria, and carried Israel away into exile to Assyria, and settled them in Halah and Habor, on the river of Gozan, in the cities of the Medes. Now this came about because the sons of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up from the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And they had feared other gods, and walked in the customs of the nations whom the Lord had driven out before the sons of Israel, and in the customs of the kings of Israel, which they had introduced. The sons of Israel did things secretly which were not right against the Lord their God. Moreover, they built for themselves high places in all their towns, from watchtower to fortified city. They set for themselves sacred pillars and asherim on every high hill and under every green tree. And there they burned incense on all the high places, as the nations did, which the Lord had carried away to exile before them. And they did evil things, provoking the Lord. They served idols, concerning which the Lord had said to them, You shall not do this thing. Yet the Lord warned Israel and Judah through all his prophets and every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments, my statutes, according to all the law which I commanded your fathers and which I sent to you through my servants the prophets. However, they did not listen, but stiffened their neck like their fathers who did not believe in the Lord their God. They rejected His statutes and His covenant, which He made with their fathers, and His warnings with which He warned them. And they followed vanity and became vain, and went after the nations which surrounded them, concerning which the Lord had commanded them not to do like them. They forsook all the commandments of the Lord their God, and made for themselves molten images, even two calves, and made an Asherah, and worshipped all the host of heaven, and served Baal. Then they made their sons and their daughters pass through the fire, and practiced divination and enchantments, and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him. So the Lord was very angry with Israel, and removed them from his sight. None was left except the tribe of Judah. Also Judah did not keep the commandments of the Lord their God, but walked in the customs which Israel had introduced. The Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel and afflicted them and gave them into the hand of plunderers until he had cast them out of his sight. When he had torn Israel from the house of David, they made Jeroboam, the son of Nabat king. Then Jeroboam drove Israel away from following the Lord and made them commit a great sin. The sons of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which he did. They did not depart from them until the Lord removed Israel from his sight, as he spoke through all his servants the prophets. So Israel was carried away into exile from their own land to Assyria until this day. The king of Assyria brought men from Babylon, and from Kutha, and from Ava, and from Hamath, and from Sepharvaim, and settled them in the cities of Samaria in place of the sons of Israel. So they possessed Samaria and lived in its cities. At the beginning of their living there, They did not fear the Lord. Therefore the Lord sent lions among them, which killed some of them. So they spoke to the king of Assyria, saying, The nations whom you have carried away into exile in the cities of Samaria do not know the custom of the God of the land. So he has sent lions among them. And behold, they kill them because they do not know the custom of the God of Israel. Then the king of Assyria commanded, saying, Take there one of the priests whom you carried away into exile, and let him go and live there, and let him teach them the custom of the God of the land. So one of the priests whom they had carried away into exile from Samaria came and lived at Bethel, and taught them how they should fear the Lord. But every nation still made gods of its own, and put them in the houses of the high places, which the people of Samaria had made, every nation in their cities in which they lived. The men of Babylon made Succoth-be-noth. The men of Cuth made Nergal, and the men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Avites made Nibhaz and Tartak, and the Sepharvites burned their children in the fire to Adrammelech and Anammelech, the gods of Sepharviim. They also feared the Lord, and appointed from among themselves priests of the high places, who acted for them in the houses of the high places. They feared the Lord, and served their own gods according to the custom of the nations, from among whom they had carried away into exile. To this day, they do according to the earlier customs. They do not fear the Lord, nor do they follow their statutes or their ordinances or the law or the commandments which the Lord commanded the sons of Jacob, whom he named Israel, with whom the Lord made a covenant and commanded them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, nor bow down yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. But the Lord, who brought you up from the land of Egypt with great power and with an outstretched arm, him you shall serve, and to him you shall bow yourselves down, and to him you shall sacrifice. The statutes and the ordinances and the law and the commandment which he wrote for you, you shall observe to do forever, and you shall not fear other gods. The covenant that I have made with you you shall not forget, nor shall you fear other gods. But the Lord your God you shall fear, and he will deliver you from the hands of your enemies. However, they did not listen, but they did according to their earlier custom. So while these nations feared the Lord, they also served their idols, their children likewise, and their grandchildren, as their fathers did, so they do to this day. I will keep this very brief. There's not really a whole lot to talk about here that to go into great detail since a lot of this is just historical documentation. But the thing to note from here is you see the trends leading up to the final chapter. You saw that the kingdom of Israel, through beginning with Jeroboam, started a line of sinful, evil kings in Israel. And they did not depart from that ever. They were always doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And so it's no wonder that at the end of our reading today, that he allowed Assyria to send the entire nation of Israel, all ten tribes, into exile. Why? And chapter 17 is exactly about that very thing. It's talking about what caused the Lord to make this move. And so he goes from the very beginning. He starts with when the nation severed into two through uh, Rehoboam and Jeroboam, since Solomon messed up big time and that caused the split. But then you see afterward all of Israel doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord from generation to generation to generation without fail. I don't recall a single good king out of Israel. So there's no wonder that God finally had enough. He was very gracious with his people. And it even says that there were times where he wanted to just completely wipe them out. But he did not. And it said that he didn't because, out of respect for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because of the original patriarchs and his promise, his covenant to them, that he would not wipe out his people, that they would be as numerous as the stars of heaven, every nation on earth would be blessed. For this reason, God did not wipe them out. But the least that he could do was keep his other promises that he made in his law, and was that if you obey the Lord, you will have peace from your enemies. But if you do not obey me, you will no longer live in this land. There is a progression, if you recall. At first, God would cause certain things to happen to get people's attention, and to as punishment. But if they still didn't even respond to that, then his final move was to cast them out from his sight. Almost like a divorcing, if you will. Looking at it like a marriage relationship. That when he made this covenant with the people of Israel, it was like a marriage, a husband and wife covenant. His wife had been unfaithful to him, and so he cast them out. He divorced them from his sight until that time when he would have his people return to the land. But you'll notice that this is the last time that we see the kingdom of Israel. There is no more kingdom of Israel anymore. Judah is still around, not for long, but it's still around. But there will be a time where Judah is destroyed as well. And then Judah will come back because they were faithful. There was a few kings that were not good. But if you've noticed so far in what we've read, most of the kings were good. They obeyed the Lord. They, they didn't remove every evil thing from their sight. They allowed distractions, and they allowed temptations to exist. But for the most part, all the kings of Judah were good. They did what was right in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord blessed them. But also for his namesake, because from the line of David, the Messiah was going to come. And there would always be a king over Israel. And Jesus Christ is the eternal king over Israel. So we see the progression of why Israel was kicked out, and we see the progression as to why Judah is still around for the time being. And we saw the last of Elisha. And what was interesting was the king of Israel said the exact same thing to him as Elisha said to Elijah. He said, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen as if to say that Israel was mighty because of Elisha. He was the warrior of Israel. And so Elisha had him do something. He was not satisfied with what he did. And he could have completely wiped out the Aramaeans, but he did not. And then we see Elisha die. And yet, even though he's dead now, he still performs one and more miracle. It said that when somebody was marauding, they buried a man on top of the grave of Elisha, and when this man touched his bones, he revived. This miracle confirmed Elisha's promise to Joash that he would have victory over Aram. So this is the context we're supposed to take it by, but again, this is another situation where the Catholic Church uses this as relics, that The bodies of certain people have powerful properties to them. And for all we know, it did. But at the same time, we're not to revere people. We're not supposed to worship and exalt material things, even if they are imbued with holy power. We are to give all this glory and all this praise to the Lord God and no one else. So then we see the progression of the kings for... A good span of time, at least a couple hundred years, I'd say, until we see the nation of Israel get carried out. So one thing I noticed was we see this final king here, King Ahaz, one of the last kings of Israel, he profaned the temple of the Lord by even taking its furnishings out, butchering it and crafting it into a much more diabolical worship through another altar that was built. And it was almost as if that was the last straw. They had completely separated themselves from the Lord. They had no ties to him whatsoever. They had completely forgotten who he is and why he should be worshipped. And so he reminded them by sending them away. Now, what was very interesting as well was that when the king of Assyria was planting people into the land instead of the people of Samaria, God was sending lions to attack them. What was their solution? They were scared because they were living in this land, and they thought that there was some sort of angry, vengeful God that lived in this land that needed to be appeased. And so since they wanted to live in this land, they had to figure out how to appease this God. And so they said, well, let's take one of the priests and he let him live there and let him teach. And so you see a remnant, which is a reoccurring theme of the Bible. And what's interesting is that in this land, they asked the priest to teach them about the Lord. Unfortunately, though, they did not devote themselves fully to this, right? We saw that. They served two masters, and Jesus talks about this in great detail. One cannot serve two masters because one will love the other and hate the other one, or will only really put his heart towards one. That's the reality of it. You can't serve two masters. You can't serve the God of heaven, and you can't serve anything on earth at the same time. So, in this case, they did that. They served idols, and they served the Lord in some weird way. And that's why this reputation of Samaritans, where the people who used to be Israelites married into these pagan countries, and they became a hybrid civilization of sorts called Samaritans. That's why when you get to the time of Jesus... Samaritans are very hated, because they're called half-breeds, and also because they are seen as being the traitors of the Lord. And we see this as being one of the references for that, that several generations of Israel kings led the whole nation astray, and that's why even to that day, the Samaritans would serve multiple gods. They knew of the god, Their Messiah was coming. They knew that who Yahweh, the God of heaven, was, but they also worshipped other things. And this tradition continued on for hundreds of years after this time, up until the time of Jesus. We saw that this man was trying to teach them how to fear the Lord, but they didn't listen. And isn't that just the root of a lot of our problems in this world today? We just don't listen. We don't listen to truth. We like the truth that we make for ourselves, but we do not follow the absolute truth. And therefore, we are lost. But praise God that He had grace on us to deliver us from that stupidity that we lived in, that drunken stupor of sin. Praise be to God that we have sobriety through Christ. But that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.